It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast for 2023. Of course, available every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcast from. It is Tuesday. Nice to get Monday out of the way. We are up to March the 21st for 2023. And coming up this morning. Now we're going to be focusing on Adelaide once again with our podcast series, Adelaide Easy Property Buying and Kate Fuller is joining us and a very good morning to you Kate. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Morning. Thank you for having me. And I understand that the Fringe Festival, the largest open access arts festival in the what the Southern Hemisphere, is winding up or has wound up? Yes, just over the weekend was the last weekend. It's been running for the last month. So lots of good times, lots of artists and people visiting from all over the world and interstate. It's been a great amount of fun happening here in Adelaide. And what does that mean to Adelaide? Because I would imagine that's one thing on the the calendar that Adelaide people really look forward to each year. We sure do. So I guess the streets in the east end of the city are always packed um, with the good weather. We call it Mad March, but it actually starts mid-February. And it's just a great time that you can get out and see different performances, whether you're into cabaret or whether you're into musicals or anything in between, lots of different experiences. All right, so that sounds pretty good for Adelaide. Uh, We'll come back to Kate in just a moment on the Real Estate Breakfast. Every morning from 6am, we bring you the latest real estate news with diverse perspectives from leading industry experts. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. We're a lot more than just real estate. Available for breakfast from 6am. Then, on the drive to work or in your ear at the gym. In fact, wherever you go, we're available seven days a week, only on The Real Estate Podcast. Well, regardless of the interest rate hikes, it's not stopping some wealthy individuals in Sydney from making a significant profit from flipping their residential properties. Now, get a load of this. Domain ran a story yesterday about a property that sold for a price in the double-digit millions, which is more than 20 twice the 4.52 million that they paid for it in 2020 more than twice the apartment underwent a redesign and records domain says indicated that it was sold only after 4 days following the renovation wow that is a staggering amount of money and if you are celebrating a birthday today for march the 21st why don't you buy yourself a lotto ticket you might too be in the millions if you're celebrating your birthday many happy returns you're celebrating with tim cook the ceo of apple who is turning 62 scott eastwood the american actor and son of clint eastwood is turning 37 and teresa palmer the australian Australian actor, she's turning 36 today. 
It's the main center forecast. Yes, let's check on your Tuesday weather. And in Sydney, good morning to you. Plenty of cloud cover across the skies of Sydney and a high of 24 today. Melbourne, a chance of rain, expecting 22. And Brisbane, one or two showers in the forecast for you with 30 degrees. And in Perth, the sunshine continues to roll through and expecting a high of 32 degrees. The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. We deliver the most property podcasts across Australia every week. And we are back with Kate Fuller and we are talking about Adelaide Easy Property Buying and of course uh, the recent press coverage of Anthony Albanese and Joe Biden's submarine deal has brought attention to northwest Lefevre Peninsula. Now that of course is unifying Australia and the US with ASC based in Osborne where a deal was made for nuclear submarine builds last Last week, and the area has become quite topical. And maybe, Kate, if we start with the area itself, it's loved by families and it's very much underdeveloped. So, what can you tell us about the area? Because it is close to the CBD. It sure is. I mean, I love this area. Um, I've felt that it's always been undervalued and never really understood why. So where else in a capital city can you be on the coast or just inland from it and also be an easy 20-minute commute to the CBD with price points being so achievable? The area itself, it provides all that families and young couples and retirees are after and it's untouched. So in a way that it still has all facilities at your fingertips, but the main suburbs haven't become overly commercialised like some other well-known beach suburbs. They still have their, their charm and the community feel in amongst those is second to none. So Semaphore, as an example of a suburb, which is just on the coast, um, but quite close to Osborne and the ASC, has always reminded me of a country beach town, but still provides that public transport and delicious eateries and hotels and all the day-to-day requirements in way of grocery, shopping, health and medical, with beaches being arguably some of the best family-friendly ones found in Metro Adelaide. Yeah, okay. So apart from Osborne, which leans more into that whole industrial area, I understand that there are some properties interspersed in through there. There are some other areas close by. Typically, what sort of properties are found there? Because there will be people listening thinking, okay, well, what sort of opportunities have we got? Yeah, there is a wonderful mix of properties uh, within the suburbs surrounding and adjacent to Osborne. From tree-lined streets with over 100-year-old character buildings in way of bungalows and cottages, basket range, stone-fronted and solid brick builds through to newer builds that have been recently developed. There's also the unique conversions in churches and warehouses that pop up from time to time, which is always special to see. The character homes are often found on six to 800 square metres of land and to be able to purchase this and be within walking distance to the beach for under 1.5 million is pretty outstanding. And then further inland, some of the block sizes come down slightly but still provide space for the family. And there are also, Kate, some other areas that I think the listeners will be quite interested to hear about. These are suburbs like Royal Park, Hendon, 
and also Albert Park. So what can you tell the audience about these particular suburbs? Yeah, so these ones, they're further inland a little bit and the block sizes come down slightly, but they still provide space for family. That pocket along with Alberton and Cheltenham and Queenstown have run under the radar for such a long time, but provide a lot. They've got beautiful streets in each, playgrounds and parks and lovely local schools, which make it perfect for families to enter the area. Yeah, so the thing about Adelaide is it's it's still growing. It's it's on the march as far as growth is concerned. There's investors that are turning up in their droves as well. So let's have a look at the average return for investors, but perhaps in these areas that you're talking about, still plenty of room, I'm guessing, for growth. There sure is. So looking, if we looked at data, the average gross rental yield for, say, Largs Bay is 3.37% and Alberton is 4.09. Between the carefully selected properties that we have purchased for clients in the last 12 months or so that have ranged from anywhere from a unit to modern builds and character up to just under 900,000, the average gross yield we have achieved is 4.6%, which sits really comfortably for many investors given the location and the capital growth prospects. With capital growth, there's definitely going to be more of it. I mean, why wouldn't there be? Seaside suburbs will always have high demand. And while other areas of Metro Adelaide become out of reach for some, purchasers will look to to areas that they hadn't considered previously and will give them the same or if not better lifestyle options and value for money. And with the added demand due to the announcement of the nuclear sub-deal with jobs involved ranging from late to engineers and managers, there will be demand in many different price points, seeing only positives for those already in property in the area. But it's never too late. I think there's a really long way to go in these pockets. Yeah, so as I mentioned, uh, a huge announcement uh, by Anthony Albanese and Joe Biden. There must have been a lot of people in Adelaide just sort of waiting for that to be rubber stamped because it is such a huge deal for the Adelaide market and surrounding pockets that you're talking about. And, you know, the growth factor in terms of what that is going to bring It's the spot to be, (laughs) definitely in terms of job numbers and what's going to flow on into the real estate sector. That's that's it. I mean, right now you can buy into the areas um, anywhere from six to seven hundred thousand, which will get you a solid three bedroom home, or closer to the coast in way of Semaphore and Largs Bay, a character home that's been extended just over a million. So there is so much room for growth there that you would expect with more and more people being aware of those suburbs and coming into the areas for work purposes. Major businesses will obviously be looking to purchase as well to house staff potentially. So there is just a long way to go for growth given that it's still very connected to the CBD and surrounding areas as well. All right, well, we'll leave it there, Kate. That's a lot of great information. Of course, you're a buyer's agent there working alongside Catherine in Adelaide. You have yourself a fantastic Tuesday. Thank you, you too. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 